Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineers, trades and construction. We've got a lot to share with you today and we can't wait to bring it to you. Well, let's be honest, it's been a really, really tough time in the walls of the Newcastle Knights. Back-to-back -back losses at home and an opportunity to really find out who can step up, where the backbone is and how hardy this football club is. We know the fans have been hardy. They've stuck with us. The crowds have been enormous. We thank them for that. Today, my special guest is someone who's welcomed back into the team. It's exciting news and equally important and excitingly, my co-pilot's back. The person who brings some real decency to this podcast, Matty Croker, is back in the studio of Knights HQ. So let's let it rip. This year, we're all in. Hearts full, stadium pumping. Our rebel spirit on show. Take your seat and become a Knights member at knightshub.com slash membership. Welcome back, Knights HQ. The only way to find out what's happening in the walls of the Newcastle Knights and the reality at the moment is within the walls, there's a bit of pain. There's a little bit of soul searching to find some answers in what can only be described as a tough time for the Newcastle Knights. It is... Always difficult to try and find the answers. Today, we're going to talk about those questions and how they're being answered. And my two guests today, well, they're going to bring some energy and some excitement. I'll start with my co-pilot. He's back again. I'm not sure why. He just continues to donate his time. Matty Croker, welcome back. Hello, Frank. Thanks for having me, mate. I love Thanks. coming in here. I love having you. Yeah. Geez, you bring some real intelligence to this podcast. <laughs> I bring quite the opposite. Yeah, 300% increase. There wasn't a lot to start with. <laughs> yeah, it's gone one, from one to three. Yeah, and also joining us is a player that we're excited to announce some big news very shortly. Lachlan Fitzgibbon. G'day. Good afternoon, fellas. Frank, Craig. G'day, Fitzy. How are you? Super excited to be here, actually. Are you? Yeah, I really mm. am. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful to be on the podcast today. Yeah, and because I know you're an avid listener, because you never wanted to come on mine week, on two five seven. You always brushed us. Used to watch every two five seven <laughs> podcast. Watched every night's podcast. <laughs> Who'd we every, have last week? I mean, you're almost as big as Joe Rogan. <laughs> this podcast, almost. And I'm happy to share. This is the type of club man that fits he is. I told him about this uh, about two minutes before we walked into a team meeting this morning. So well prepped. Yeah. <laughs> always prepped. Always ready to go, Frank. You know that. Well, the great news that both of you have been named in the team returning from injury this week. Croke, start with you. How exciting is that? That's awesome. That's awesome. I um, Coming back from the injury, I thought I might have, to have a couple of games in cup and then work my way back into the squad. Um, but it's a really good feeling knowing that the coach trusts me to put me uh, throw me straight back in there. And I can't wait. I haven't played at this new um, Townsville Stadium, so it'll be a good little experience to go up there. I think we're getting away for 10 days, um, get away with the lads and you know, hopefully come away with two wins. Two really crucial wins. That's a quick turnaround from a broken jaw. Yeah, I was I was actually pretty close to playing last week, Frank, to be honest with you, right. yeah, to be fair. So um, I was going to turn it around in four weeks, but better safe than sorry, especially with a bone injury. So the doctor, uh, he decided to give it one more week. So, yeah, back this week, five-week injury. Is it true they said you can't do any more damage to a head like that? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to low blow me like that, Frank. I thought we had something going here, man. You were like a team. Well, we've got to lighten it up. Yeah. It's pretty heavy going. It's heavy. It's a heavy 10 there at the moment. Kick a man while he's down. Never. Welcome back. We're so pleased. Fitzy, uh, you, you know all about this recovery from injury. You've had plenty of it in recent times. How are you feeling? Yeah, obviously really good. Um, you know, I think I've had – it's been six weeks since – Seven weeks since the the incident and six weeks since the surgery, so um, I tracked pretty pretty decently along the last mm. month and a bit, and um, yeah, I'm gonna 
play this weekend, obviously, which is, um, yeah, I'm super pumped to be playing. It's been a long, yeah. long um, six weeks in the recovery ward. It could have been longer, but fits, eh? Because it was meant to be an eight to tenner. Yeah, well, originally, uh, it's it's a tough one. Um, you know, they set around that eight to ten week marks, but that's obviously been pretty conservative. Um, you know, the surgeons always as they usually do. Yeah, yeah. as the surgeons normally do, but. Uh, I think they underestimate, you know, the amount of rehab that goes into being a professional athlete, and and um, yeah, look, managed to get back and be about seven weeks. Uh, uh, super pumped about that. So credit to the medical team. Yeah, how was that six weeks in rehab? Solid, because <laughs> yeah. I did I did a little three week, four week stint, and it was pretty hard. Yeah, rehab is always hard, <laughs> um, especially when you're off your feet. Yeah, you're doing some skiing. I think f- I saw you, Frank, this morning on the on the, the skiing, big skiing, the bit of the grinder. It's, um, it's embarrassing, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. it? It can be tough. It can be tough, and especially because you're not with the boys. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a good crew there for a little bit, and you know, Browse has been there for for a while now. Obviously, Croaks came in for a few weeks. Jaira, uh, Jaira. So um, we had a, <laughs> a decent crew there at one yeah. stage. So it was good to get. Everyone was a bit around each other and, um, yeah, but look, I'm super glad to be out. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's good to have a nice crew in there, but once once we're all gone and back playing, yeah. it's a better feeling. Let, let's be honest, it sucks. It's hard. You've got to, It's overtime because you've still got to do a lot of the team requirements, plus mm. you've got to get yourself rehab, plus you've got to get fit. Yeah, but I don't think people really understand. In rehab, you're doing more work than, yeah. than oh, you would be doing absolutely. when you're playing week in, week out footy. I think some people think when you're injured – it's a breeze. Like, oh, you're injured. You just wait your four weeks until you come back. Yeah. No way. It's like you're going back to preseason yeah. to start it all again to get better and not even return the same level that you that you were when you left. Is to return at a better physical state. So you got to you got to really work hard in those couple of weeks. We've seen a bit of that in level up our behind the scenes there last Thursday morning at the uh, Lampton Pool. Oh. And see, that would mm. normally be a day off, right? So instead you get the pleasure of about a 6.45 entry, uh, Mick Reed screaming at you, yeah. and that looked hard yakker in the water. Yeah, it is. Look, I don't mind the water. I, I'm, I'm comfortable in the water. Um, but, geez, it's a tough session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're in there for an hour with treading water. It's um, and a couple of muss-ups and swimming in, in, in between. But, no, I feel sorry for the lads <laughs> who didn't grow up close to any type well, that of like water me. or beach. Mate, I, sw- I swim as good as a house brick, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. And poor Dommy Young poor was Dom struggling. Young didn't see the ocean until he was He's lucky nine, he's eh? got the, the big dreads because they just yeah. sort of keep him afloat, I reckon. I <laughs> yeah, yes, Dom... Uh, you do listen. I know he listens into the podcast. Every week. Yeah. He, he said, to be fair, I think I'm more land-based. Land, yeah. <laughs> You're definitely more land-based. But it was a lovely little piece there with Level Up. But it was, it was, it was a good insight, though. You know, you, you actually really have to plan your days and weeks quite extensively because, like we've said there, there's a number of extra components that aren't in the normal training session. But you still got to get to review, still got to look at what the teams and say so you're in touch so you can plug back in. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's always moving. You know, the 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 recovery time. What you you know, if you if you're if you're ticking goals ahead of time, then you know it's always it's it's ever changing. And um, yeah, like you said, <laughs> there's a lot of work that goes yeah. into it. And like like Fitzy said, the more you progress, the more it changes. Yeah. Like for myself, for instance, at the start I couldn't do any contact, so I was just running myself off my feet. Yeah. And then you slowly get into a bit of contact, so then your whole schedule changes because you might be doing stuff with the team or you might not. Mm. So there is a lot of moving parts, especially especially if you're coming back from a long-term injury because you progressively get better, there's a lot of moving parts. Absolutely. Speaking of testing the injury back to contact, this is a question without notice which I love to do to you, Croaks. Yeah. Uh, last week there was a little bit of bump pad action going in that I watched at training and I went looking for Davey Clammer after oh, training yeah. to, to do a bit of media and I got a great warning. So, mm, I probably wouldn't speak to Dave at the moment. So 
Is it true or is it incorrect that Dave might have just give that juror a test last yeah, week? Yeah, he might have. Yeah, they gave it a little. Uh, where's he from? Bel- <laughs> Bel- <laughs> Belmore, a little Belmore handshake, Belmore. I reckon, just on the jaw. But I was being a bit of a smart aleck. Well, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was getting him stirred up a bit. I just wanted to say a little bit of life about us. You know, we we're coming yeah. off the bad loss against Power. I thought let's get a little bit of energy, a little bit of. A little bit of spark, but I uh, had to wear one on the jaw for it. See, that's healthy. Pe- people get this misunderstood. This is the great thing about Knights HQ. We get into the bowels of the organisation and find out. That's that's quite good. You've been around forever and now. You're our longest serving knight now. Is that right? Consecutively, you yeah, are. Sorry, Consecutive, let's, go, yeah, let's go to our stats man. He'll know. Croaks, tell me what it is. So, Gags, Gags did technically debut before him, but he left us for a couple of years. Right, Fitzy right. is the longest consecutive serving night. Right. So, yeah. he was it 2015? 2015 debut, yeah. And Bedsy was coach. Uh, Rick Stone was the coach at start. Right. Oh, yeah. I um, thought it was Bedsy that gave you your debut. He did. So, Rick Stone lasted, I think it was about 16, 17 rounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that year we started really well. We had, we had a pretty good side. That was that back end era, the Jeremy Smiths. And, yes. You know, the yeah. case. Tarek, Tarek, Tarek might Mullen, have been there. Tarek Sims, Yeah. Rossi. Uh, Chris Houston. Yeah, we had a really good side and we started the year really well and then slippery slope that NRL can be and then yeah. turned out not so good. So Rick Stone ended up um, leaving us. Uh, Bedsy came in as take, caretaker coach. And um, we had a red hot um, reserve grade side at that time. Oh, we were winning. Yeah. yeah, can I ask you about that? Because in fourteen, was it you won the you won the comp with Matty Lantry, wasn't it? No, so twenty fourteen in under twenties, we we were minor premiers by a long shot. We I think we won like sixteen in a row or something ridiculous, yeah. and then we lost a couple of games, and we end up we, we end up in minor premiers by for, by a number of points, and um, in the semi we went bang bang out the back door. Oh dear, yeah. yeah. So, True. but but that, to answer your question, a lot of us from that under twenty side uh, transitioned into a few were playing grade, but a lot of us into the reserve grade um, system. And, um, Clint Newtons who came yeah. back, yeah, yeah, yeah. older heads like that, and um, you know, we had a pretty good. Year we won the reserve grade. Um, what was that like? Was it mad? The the year or the reserve grade? No, oh, um, just win. the just the win. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like I said, we um. You know, we had a pretty good side, but um, well, I don't think we'll, we'll, we were meant to win it. I think we just we just end up on a roll, and football can be like that. Winning becomes infectious. It's the same as losing. And um, yeah, we just kept on winning. We versus Red Hot Wyong side, and yeah, we beat them in Coach the grand final. Was it, were they the ones that were coached? Rick Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that had a pretty good side, and, and um, so we beat them, and then we versed. We played on grand final day against um. Rich Jets. Mm. Yeah. And was, was that the ones that was coached by the Walker brothers? Yeah. They used to do all that random stuff. Yeah. Like they'd yeah. do short kickoffs and like triple double Mate, serves and stuff. They'd get their far winger, they'd come around, come in the middle and just play, well, for for the average part, a drop play. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A drop yeah. play. Not getting just, technical with it, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, a drop it, play. A drop you play. see it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they just they just kick it randomly on like second tackle to their far winger. Their winger would probably kick it back to the other winger. Just yeah. Yeah, it was mind blowing. There's so much to pick. Anyway, up. so they beat us. No, let's yeah. stay there because you so know, where were we? They, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, let's not leave there. No, nah, no, nah, that's what I like doing. So, so you Get know, down you, the rabbit hole. This is exactly where we want to go down the rabbit hole. The Walker boys used to work on. If you have more than the other team in the time in possession, you win the game. Yeah, yeah they so were in that time in possession. Yeah. Kurt Capewell was in that team. That, that, they didn't care how much they went sideways. Mm. And they play. They used to do a skill called Mum's Backyard. How do you know all this? 
I was in Brisbane at the time. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, right. so they would just get the ball and play like it's mum's backyard. If you keep the ball off the opposition, there's a whole heap of things. Yeah. You had to go around the barbecue and do different things like that. But what I remember the most, Ben Hannett got dropped back from the Broncos, who was a feeder club in. Yeah. So they said, from a kickoff, they do not expect you. It can, you can chip kick. We've seen you, Ben. You can chip kick. From the kickoff, we're going to take it from the kickoff, chip straight over the defensive yeah. line and try yeah. and get the ball back. It's ridiculous. I, I remember still to this day... I spent about 15 minutes post-training one day. Where the back row stands is normally at the 10-metre line, so you're the first. It goes the back row, centres, and then wingers. On a kickoff, you're talking about. On a kickoff, sorry. And um, their kicker, I think it was Marvin Barber, would would just boot it just straight to the sideline. And if it went out in the full, they didn't care. But if it bounced, they get the ball back. So I spent about 15 minutes one night just people booting the footy at me and just, just, it was do your best. Is it true they wouldn't wouldn't try and wrestle you because they wanted you to get through your seats real quick so that they get the footy back quick? Time in possession. Time in possession. And you know what else they used? They they were the original ones that brought it back, the short kickoff. Short kickoff. Short kickoff, short dropouts, they didn't care. They just, you know, they were happy to win 48-46, yeah. which they often did. But look, um, teams started to work it out. They, they, they only lasted what a couple of What they beat you in the GF, what they get you? Oh, Do you I remember? Think, yeah, I think, it, I think it was a bit of that score. I think it was like a 38 to 28 kind of so, grand final score. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. Bizarre. So, Bizarre. Bizarre. It's crazy. Clinton Newton has great joy in reminding us that that was the last win that we've had here in Newcastle Knights colours, he still swings by that, uh, yeah. that he was the reason. Is any truth to that? Absolutely. Right. <laughs> you, nah, you know, of course. Yeah, you know, he'd probably say that jokingly, but he was a big part of that. Um, yeah. no, he's very that, proud of it. To be yeah, honest. yeah, no, he is. And a lot of us, the younger boys, you know, we were 20, 21, and mm. he, he showed us the way. And, um, you know, he was instrumental for us in those, those later years of his career. And um, it was good to send him out. You know, in a way, he probably deserved for, for Newcastle, even though it was a reserve grade grand yeah. final. It's oh, still they all mean they all mean a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, a lot it meant a lot to to Newcastle. And speaking of that, on behalf of the Newcastle Knights, we pass on our condolences to uh, the Newton family, to Jackie, Clint, and Christy, the loss of their great father, a legend in this town. And there's no bigger figure in Newcastle than Jack Newton. He loved. Newcastle, he loved Cessnock. And whoever, no matter where he went in the world, he would always say to people, it's God's country. So to the Newtons, our, our thoughts are out to, particularly Jackie, the, the most lovely lady in the world. So um, our thoughts are out to them on behalf of the Newcastle Knights. Hey, boys, speaking of hard times, we, we, we must speak about what's happening at the Newcastle Knights. It has been a, a very difficult time, a tough time to be on the sideline for you boys. The coach this week fronted the media and he had this to say about the current battle the Knights were facing. You know, internally we will have honest, tough conversations. We'll never shy away from that. There's standards there that we can't walk past, can't accept. But externally we're going to stick together and we're going to, you know, we're an united front. Where when you're faced with adversity, you've got two choices. We run away or we fight. And we're, this club um, and this team, that group of men in there, they're going to fight. Crokes, it's a hard time to be on the side. I'll ask both of you the same question mm. is how hard is it to watch it as well as have to go through it as a club? It's real tough, Frank, because, oh, look, mate, you think that you can, especially being on the sidelines, you feel as though you can add something to the team when you see things going wrong. It might be tough when you are out there at the time, but when you're sitting on the sidelines and you're uh, helpless is a perfect word to describe it. You're absolutely helpless. Um you can help them as much as you can during the week and you can be a good teammate by trying, training really good um, against them. But then when it's them 80 minutes on the field, you seriously do feel helpless. And I, I reckon Fitzy would agree. 
Yeah, you, you're spot on there. You are helpless, and on the sidelines, I'll become a nervous wreck sometimes. It's, oh, it's um, yeah, you, you 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 feel every feel like you feel for them when you know when you when they're behind the the goalpost after you know they've scored in the corner. You feel in that when you know. And on the flip side, when, when you're rolling down the field, you, you get excited. You're feeling like what they're going to feel like. And, um, yeah, for 80 minutes, I end up going home with my head's throbbing, my throat's sore from yelling. And I spent <laughs> a bit of time a with you on the sideline on the weekend. I had to move. It was, yeah. it was like being on a roller coaster. No, it is. <laughs> Footy is a roller coaster. <laughs> Footy is a roller And when you're watching, it's definitely a roller coaster. But, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah it can, can be enjoyable, but can be... Um, yeah, opposite end. So let me ask you two both que- this question. What do you bring this week? What is the one thing that you, Matt Croker, can bring to this team? Look, I think we'll bring very similar stuff. Me and Fitz were pretty loud personalities and probably energy will be my big one. Uh, I've been named to come off the bench. So bringing a fair bit of energy off the bench will probably be my main my main aspect of the weekend. Yeah, obviously a bit of energy and a bit of talk, but just, just some experience, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for for my edge, especially this week, we're going to have Phoenix there, we're going to have Bradman there. Um, you know, it's a young edge. We've got Eddie Lee on the wing and, you know, there's a few young players still in the side. So, um, you know, and and not to say, you know, we've been lacking that in, in the last few weeks, but, but it always helps when, you know, someone who's been around for a little bit longer can, can add a bit and, you know, uh, hopefully for our sake, I, I can definitely add that that this weekend and um, we can come away with two points. Super impressed with the coach. Obviously, media's my department and, and the way that he's handled this tough time. I love to hear those words around fight and we're a town and an area that fights. And internally, there's lots of hard conversations going on, but you can see a real united front to take it on. Yeah, look, internally, the, yeah, there is – well, externally, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and internally, yeah, there is a bit going on. But, but as you said – as he said in in that um, presser, you know we're all here to fight, and yeah. internally we all believe. I think I think that's the that's the key to it, and um, we all know. Well, I think we should know what we need to do to turn it around. And, yeah. Um, you know, there's probably more external pressure than there probably is internal. Okay. Um, you know, I think as players we feel like you know we got the side to t- yeah. turn this around. It's not yeah. like it's not like we're looking around going, how are we going to get out of this? You know, okay. it's up to us and. Um, you know, we, we we need to do it. There's no other option this next week, next two weeks. Yeah, I agree with you, Fitz. Um, just in like terms of what you were saying, Frank, with the fight and that, Adzi's a real good example of that. Like he'll always face what the challenges are head on. He's a real man about things like that. And I think it's really starting to brush off on a lot of us. And I think it'll be, it'll be really good for the club because, you know, if we could all handle the situations the way he handles them, we'll be better men for it. Well, I've got a solution for you. I'll tell you what we're going to do. I've got the Charles Tense Grand Entertainment Pass, right? <laughs> so this is what I'm going to do with you. I'm going to take you up there. And you can join the Charlie Tribe. There's more fun than most people can handle at Charles Town Square. Entertainment Pass. I'm going to ask you this. Uh, uh, Fitzy, are you more of a bowler or are you mini golf games? What's, what's your strength at Charlie there? Bowler or the mini golf game? Yeah, which one would you take well, on? Well, look, I'm an avid golfer. Yes. Uh, yeah, I play yeah. off what we're on about. Two. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, no, I'm a hacker on the golf course, but I do love my golf, so I'm definitely definitely a guy, to, a sucker for a bit of mini golf, that's for sure. Yeah, well, well I've got your strength, Craig, so I can answer this. 
and all the food crammed into one <laughs> massive day. Like you, that's two blows. Yeah. That's two blows this episode, <laughs> Frank. Are you all right? Don't all go right. over yeah. it. All right, you get a two quota. Well, all right, no. Well, look, I'll give you five hours of free parking. It's seventy bucks with the value for thirty-six bucks. All right, so you just grab okay. this entertainment pass today. Go to customer service desk at Charlestown Square. It's the largest shopping and entertainment destination in the Hunter region. I think the whole club go. I think we have a full club Absolutely. day there. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah team sure. bonding session. Yeah, team bonding yeah. session. On the mini golf Probably and the laser tag. I'll, you'll find me up at the Bavarian up there. <laughs> yeah, the food court. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Hey, uh, what sort of shopper are you, Fitzy? Because let's get into the reels here and get some understanding of Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Are you an online shopper or are you... For groceries or... or Let, let's start or with clothes because I reckon you, you're a bit of a fashionista. No, I'm not a fashionista. I, I wear similar stuff most days, I reckon, Frank. I'm pretty pretty bland. The black tees. Yeah, some, you're pretty... No, you're pretty yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But to answer your question, I am a, I'm not an online shopper, no. You're I, in person. Yeah, I like what to, about your I groceries? Like How do you go with that? Well, look, so... they just get dropped off? <laughs> well, look, so if my partner does a lot of the grocery shopping... Yeah. What she, a surprise. Knock me down with a <laughs> no, feather. Look, what about the protein side? Of things. What about the meat? Or is that just sent to Yeah, the yeah, shout out to yeah. Somerset. Yeah, Somerset <laughs> meat, yeah. Hello, yeah. Somerset. We'll they have they do get delivered, Somerset, so thank you guys for always, yeah. for always sorting out. Yeah. Um, John Law's got in trouble for this, be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, nah, look, yeah, I, to answer your question, yes, I'm a, I'm a go in type of guy, yeah. try a shirt on. Because yeah. I find I'm in between an XL and a 2XL. Like the other mm. day, I ordered a couple of jumpers online, yeah. which I don't normally, and I ordered XL. Yeah. I'll put it on. They do Too the, small. Yeah, they do the cuffs up to here. And then I'll order a couple of jumpers at 2XL. You'll probably do the same as me. Yeah. And then they, they're hanging over your hand. So, look, I'm it, with... Yeah, is this a conundrum for us? Is it, yeah, I mean, you've got so much diversity in your background, Croaks. Is, you'd be aligned with the... Well, it's very rare that you see me wearing something that's not a black T-shirt and right. black shorts. So yeah. I, I got this is not my area to talk about. Oh, I just wear big baggy tees, yeah. and they're always usually the one colour. Yeah, yes, and the wrong blokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're our Johnny. Kalen's more your more your side. I don't yeah. know we're meant to get him today, but he's. Yeah, mm, yeah too good for us. Yes, no, no well, nah. easy. Bit of easy. He's had a little bit on, he's, and, and yeah. we're excited because we want to have you two on because you're both being named back in the team. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, so, so you, more fun than Cameron anyway. Yeah, uh, given. Well, let's go to our, if we'll get Newcastle's our, favourite son Fitz. Mm. Well, let's get some feedback. Media at NewcastleKnights.com.au. The question is: Is Lockie Fitz more fun than Kalen? That, that's, that's what we want to hear, and yeah. we want more of this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Let, let's dive. It's, now that Johnny Cash has told us that he only wears black over. Mm. We'll find out some more about Croaks. Is there anything you can tell us that we don't know about Croaks? You know he's a farmer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Six generations of dairy. This is an inside joke. Yeah. This is an inside joke that I don't really oh. like much. Okay, well, let's go there because that's good. Oh, look. I don't know. Are we, are we, are we diving into this? Yeah, well, I don't understand what the joke is. Oh, the joke. Oh, you're going to give up the joke here? That would that would the ruin the joke. Is, in the, the joke is the just joke is you're tougher than me because he's a farmer. <laughs> that's that's because I, oh. I, I didn't grow up on a farm. I heard a bit of the this farm, band in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, yeah so was. We we um we spoke about it. Well, yeah. and then our gym coach Harry Harry Harris, because he's a city he's slicker. A, he's a hard man, Harry. Yeah, he's an urban cowboy. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, and he's a hard man and. You know, we, we, there's a bit of an ongoing joke. There's a lot of boys, obviously, in our team being from the country yeah. area. So, you know, it's a bit like, how tough are you from a farm? You grow up, you, you woke up at 3.30 yeah. to milk the cows. Yeah, good on you. I used, to, I used to sleep in until 7 and go for a surf every morning. What makes you tougher than me, you know? Is there, isn't you just said it. Yeah, <laughs> look, you go milk cows at 3.30, I go paddle surfing at 7 o'clock. Yeah, and you probably have Where's like an AC bowl or something yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Steak or something milk. for brekkie. Steak yeah. and eggs for brekkie. Yeah, good on you. 
on you. Absolutely. <laughs> We're both at the same spot yeah. right now. Oh. He, he, he can tell you one thing straight away. Skim milk's uh, a pretend. It's out of the same cow. I'm cow, a massive right? fan of milk, boys, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't don't, be. I don't really like it. I've just had too much of it growing up. Yeah. Did yeah. you lick it out of the thing with the dogs as well? Like nah, out of the vat? Nah, but no, but oh no, I did used to have scoops Scoop out, out of the vats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bath oh, milk, they call it. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Unprocessed yeah. milk. They reckon it kills babies, actually. Yeah. yeah. This is this, you know, and the deal. But, but I don't really like it. Neither does my old man. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a splash of it in my cup of tea, in my cup of coffee, but yeah. I won't be going around having a glass of milk like some of the boys. Can't do it. Yeah, but shout out to all the dairy farmers out there. Yeah. They're actually hard workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've just shat on them for five minutes. No, I'm, I'm you, do respect you do respect, respect every single one of you out there you working. Do, you went farmers. out and bought a farm, didn't you? Or your family well, got a farm. my old man did. Yeah. But look, he didn't grow and up you, on a farm. He's one of the hardest working people exactly I know. Fitz. Exactly. So. And here's the thing, Fitz. I've never said people that grow up in the city are not hardworking. Because believe Either me, believe me, I know they are yeah, hardworking. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But everyone just has this assumption. That farmers work harder than yes. the city people. I know. But, and I've never risen to that assumption, yeah. Fitz. You no, know it's just I mean? a little joker training. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little insider. Yeah. Now I understand the real passion on game day cricket when it's it's city country. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. There yeah. Well, there you go. That's where it stems from. That's yeah. where it stems and from. And I fall in that. Am I city? Am I country? Grew up in Newcastle. You're Newcastle is city. city. Newcastle is city these days. It is. Well, I can help. But it. everyone says it's a big it's, country town. It's a country don't town. They? So no, look, Merriweather's got no country in it. Yeah, like, no, just, no, just, no, just no, highlighting. No, like, no, yeah, that, that's what I mean. So. Houses in the country don't go for eight point five million. Oh, they do. Down oh, by yeah. Orange and stuff. Oh, no, that's all down, the property. Barrel. Yeah, barrel. barrel. Sorry, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Speaking of houses, Fitz, let's dive into it. Could you have a construction management degree? Yeah, is that what it is? Flip the script. Flip the script there, Cody. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk See, about it. This is all new things for our podcast because yeah. he's done his research, something yeah, I've never it. done. So I made a, I made a nice little transition yeah, there, like, and then I you like just stop my momentum. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Matthew. Yeah. Nah. I, yeah, I do. I have a um, degree, uh, bachelor's degree. Uh, oh, a bachelor of construction management degree, yeah. which I got here at uh, Newcastle Uni. Uh, started that. Well, I was in 20s at times. So I started when I left school. I was eight, uh, 19, 18, 19, and took me. It's a four-year degree. It took me about six years. Yeah, so yeah. I was doing that two years full time in the 20s, and then did the rest. You know, three, two, three subjects. Uh, yeah, because you've done a bit stuff. of building and renovating. Because you just got to. Because you had a place. It was Adamstown Heights that you had a place. Yeah, so me and um, my good mate Sam Cannon, who's, who's a builder as well, um, we first. You know, we. He's a chippy. I was doing construction management. We yeah. have the same interests. Um, you know, we started, we both bought, we halved um, and bought a house in Adamson just on the golf course and we did a bit of a rent out there and lived in that for a couple of years. Pretty fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I um, spent one Anzac day there. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a good time. Crowns. And um, <laughs> and then and then we sold that, um, did a ride out of it and then obviously he went his way. He bought, bought another house and then I moved into an apartment, which I thought I would have liked. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so I moved in an apartment on Derby Street, which I thought I was was grass at the start, and then COVID came around and no one could leave their house. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck, stuck in me this and my little room. Sober, just stuck in this little apartment. I was like, oh, what do you want to do? Was, yeah. There is more country than I first realised. That, yeah. that prison around fences, you know, you're just trapped <laughs> so, in, you know. Um, so six months later, I was like, we need to get out of here. So I, yeah, and um, just buying a house and. Um, did a run on it, took us just over a year and um, it's all done now and so it yeah, looks happily in there. It looks gone too, mate. Jeez, it looks good. Yeah, it's coming really well. I've got a 
got a yard now I'm into my lawns at the moment bought myself a new lawnmower the other day big yard and got mm. a dog now to run electric, around and electric battery operator have you gone with no I'm still petrol? a petrol man no, once, so once you get yeah. the love for doing your lawn you'll never lose it that, absolutely. it's rewarding it, yeah, it's I, rewarding I love it mm. I, honestly um, and yeah I'm, I'm cutting my lawn in winter time now, yeah, yeah. twice a week still. Yeah, when the weather's nice, you, you find an excuse yeah. to go out there and do it. No, you do. So, um, yeah, just in there now. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the building side of, um, you know, buying a house, doing it up and, and selling it, so to speak. So um, that's something down the track that I'll hopefully continue to do uh, post-footy. What will we have the Fitzgibbon estate one, once upon a <laughs> summer in the future? What, what, yeah. what, do, what does the grand plan look like for you? I'm not exactly sure at the moment. Mm. It's obviously footy, footy, footy mm. at the moment. But I'm 28 years old. I'm not. I'm not blind to the fact I probably only have you know five or six more years in in the game. And um, you know, I want to make that transition. I'm, I'm talking about retirement. I'm 28 years old. That's okay. It's <laughs> good. It's good to be developing um, the, in your the, mind and where you go. Yeah, I, I just don't want to be st- in that transitional phase that a lot of blokes get stuck in and, mm. and kind of fall out and don't know what they want to do. I kind of want to be all over that. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> So I, uh, by the end of you know my career, I want to have yeah hopefully something set up around you know that that type of industry. So it's actually kills a myth that we've got, Chris, because there's a bit of a myth that gets around the club that Fitzy's you know spoiled rotten. He's looked after. He doesn't get going. He's got himself organised here. Is this the chance to put the myth to bed and say it is? How hard working he is, and how here's your time, Fitz. You, you tell them, mate. You tell them all them everything they say about you. It's not true, mate. Not Never true. listen to them. You're not mm. spoiled at all, Lockie. That's the room. I'm, I'm not saying oh, it's from hey, me. That's just the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I grew up comfortable. I'm not hiding away from the fact. <laughs> and I, uh, There is a bit of a misconception in like rugby league. Gee, you need to grow up on the streets to be a, to be a good footy player. And, <laughs> and, and so, some and old ads. And, and it is a bit of an ongoing joke that, you know, how, to, how, yeah, how you grew is, up is how good is. a footy player you are. And look, my, I'm not hiding from the fact. My old man and my old girl work pretty damn hard coming through. And uh, me and my three sisters... You know, we, we didn't grow up poor, so to speak, but, yeah, we're pretty comfortable. It's all a bit of change room banter. Yeah, it's yeah, all tongue-in-cheek. And you know what? We, we love it because he bites. No, it gives us something to talk about. gives us something to talk about. But, yeah, but, um, look. Tell us about I, I always used to, I used to say, I always used to say to Connor when um, yeah, Connor used to, I'll be yeah. like, all right, yeah, grow up and don't give your kids anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly, yeah. <laughs> What's cool about that? <laughs> well, he's doing all right. Yeah, so he's he, he's not boat. running that. Hey, tell us about your three sisters. It's not too often we hear you talk about uh, the three sisters. We hear a lot about your family. What type of, where do you sit in the, in the, who's in the pecking order or the, the, well, the age two, order? Two different, the age first, then we'll do pecking order. Age first, okay, so my elder sister, Maddie, um, she's born in 1990, so... Mm-hmm. So my mum had four under five, so she was 1990. Oh yeah. Um, and then my second eldest, Laura, she's 92, mm. and I'm 94, and then my little sister, Eilish, was 95. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's a, there's a you sure you had TVs at your house? <laughs> yeah, let's I not know, go there, well, let's not no. go there. Yeah. You, so, um, and in the pecking order, let's go to that one now. Oh, You'd be well, top. Look, You'd I, be I, top. I'm topping my mum and dad's eyes. I, I always have been. The print. Yeah. I think. But look, my elder sister just had a kid. Oh, uh, there you go. You're so losing. Maddie just had a loss. kid. Automatic Charlie, loss. she's beautiful, seven months old at the moment. So they're just frothing on Maddie and Charlie at the yeah, moment. So, you know, I've, yeah. I've bumped down a little bit, especially this last eight weeks. I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah. and they're not calling me as much. Like, yeah. how'd you pull up? Yeah. yeah. But so there's only one way to fix that. How long till you'll have your own pitter patter of No, no, no. While still. So. Sorry, Sophie. I thought yeah. I just had to mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, well. Yeah. Well, so, but um, 
back on the footy field. How does that help you in life in general, both of you? Does it does it regulate you better? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, when you're sort of losing and you're not playing, mm. I actually find it a little bit hard to go out like in the streets because you feel a bit embarrassed, especially when you lose. But if you're playing and you sort of have a bit of pride about your performance, it feels a little bit easier to walk outside. That's how I feel. Fitz? Yeah, uh, yeah. What Craig said is, is always nice, obviously. The towns are always buzzing when you're winning. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, um, yeah, it just gives you that – I think that's stability, you know, through your week and what your weekend's always like. And, you know, playing in a row, it's, it's – you know, you're getting told – and I think this is what people find hard, transition out of footy. You're getting told what time you need to be at work, mm. what time you need to eat, what time you need to be on field, what time you need to be in the gym, what time you need to be wrestle, and then what time you can go home. Yep. And then you know and what when I mean? you do back. And when you do back. So it's mm. all it's all routine based and um, you know, when, when you're not playing footy, you can sometimes spiral oh. out. <laughs> I've actually noticed yeah. that you from the I mean? injury. I actually yeah, have because I was real good. Like this is a completely different thing, but it feels Love similar. It, it feels it. similar. Is is I used to do my groceries so like methodically mm. at the start of every week when I was playing, and then like when I got injured, I just sort of was like real laxy. Day. Like didn't yeah. really care too much. It's it's, it's a similar thing, but well, it's yeah. Well, a bit you know, speaking of groceries, the great Mark Hughes and Danny Bedaris when they lived together at my Ambula Crescent up there in Merriweather, yeah. if they won. They shopped at 6 p.m. on a Monday at the Junction Coles. Yeah. Right when in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, when it's firing. If not, it was 24 hours after midnight. They'd yeah. wake up and go shopping then because they loved the feedback on the win. And that's at the town, really. Yeah. Is we joke about it, but it's real. It's no, absolutely. When we when the Knights win, the town wins. And not everybody. Obviously, there's lots of other supporters, but it, uh, you can feel the, the – and is that part of the pressure? Is the pressure for to, you know – yeah, yeah, he's, he's been doing it a bit longer than I have, especially at the top grade. But no, nah, look, obviously the pressure um, of a one town, one team is it, it comes with the job, and you got to you just got to learn to live with that expectation. And when you're not going good, that's part of the reason why. Exactly, you yeah, you can't you can't perform. sulk if you if you're not going well because you ride the highs as exactly. much as you want. If you take the highs, you got to take the bads. Mm. Listen, we could talk all day. We've talked for plenty, but we do have to take a break. And on the other side of the break, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to grill him. We'll grill him. Croaks on the fast five. He's got a bit of fast footwork. So we thank Maxwell Recruitment and Training. They provide skilled labour hire that makes the nation. They are the heavy industry specialists providing labour hire to the region's most uh, best manufacturing, mining services, engineering trades and constructions uh, and work sites. This is up your alley, actually. You might have to meet mm. our friends here at uh, uh, Maxwell Recruitment and Training. They are 100% Australian owned and operated and support local sporting clubs with opportunities for players, including our wonderful NIB Newcastle Knights NRLW team. For labour hire, call Maxwell. We have got big news coming in NRLW space very shortly, so stay tuned. Don't forget, check out our website to check out our back catalogue or level up and all the different things happening in the Newcastle Knights. We'll take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to grill Lockie Fitzgibbon on a fast five. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. The all-new 2022 Knights home and away jerseys are on sale now. Head to shop.newcastleknights.com.au to secure yours now. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by our friends at Maxwell Recruitment and Training. 
Mate, we are sending some players there. Well, I reckon there's a few players. I reckon Bailey Hodgson, he could do with a little bit of time out there with some um, you know, construction work. How, yeah, how would he go? Digging some holes. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him on the shovel. Yeah, I would love to see that. Hey, Fitzy, what we do now is, and Croaks has written these questions, so the, mm-hmm. it's like George Negus here, intrepid. He's, uh, he's going to ask you five – we're going to ask you five questions and it's the first thing that comes into your head. Croaks, would you like to go first? I'll go first, yeah, of course. Okay, well, if you could live anywhere in the world fits besides Newcastle, where would you live? Oh. First one that comes to your head, go. Well, it was Merriweather, but then you said besides, yeah, besides Newcastle. Newcastle obviously. The last time we checked, it was yeah, in Yeah, yeah. Um, first thing that came to my head, okay. Um, 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 just say it, man, just um, say it. I'm going to go Texas. Oh, yeah, uh, in America. Yeah. It's not Texas in Queensland. I'll, I'll, I'll go Dallas then, actually. Dallas, yeah. Texas is a state. It's, that's a broad. Yeah, a little yeah, bit Dallas, of a yeah. yeah. Fort Worth, Texas. You'd be good there. Yeah. Just, you want a why? Or is yeah, this, yeah, give us mate, a reason. Give us a everything reason. Everything you got. Um, no, to be honest with you, I've been looking at um, a lot of ha- on my Instagram algorithm for some reason at the moment. Yeah. Show me a lot of houses in, in um, Dallas, Texas at the moment. There's some big houses and the, the house prices are pretty decent. Really? really? And I'm a massive um, fan and I, lo- I love this board over there. It's yeah. pretty sick. I reckon you'd fit in well. He'd fit in well over there, Fitzy. Yeah. Real yeah. man's man. Yeah, have yeah. people around, like have the whole neighbourhood yeah, around for a barbecue. Like barbecue. Have yeah. a big house. Have all yeah. the kids swimming in the pool. Yeah. He's a good man like that. Yeah. Fitz. I think Fort Worth, Texas, you and Wranglers, a Stetson, a big buckle, uh, probably. It's boots. funny. I'm a city boy, but I love the country. Yeah. Who would have thought? They all I think you've got to check it. Maybe you were born in Dungog <laughs> or something. They all do, mate. You're Where's, only human. Maybe it's more time on Dad's farm. Yeah, yeah. If you could invite anyone out for dinner, who would that be and why? Elon Musk. Oh. <laughs> it's his shout, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. No, he's one mm. of my um, – then we talk about the Goat Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, mm. he's he's he? right up. I just – he's such an innovator. He, he's I feel like he's from a different world. I'm, I'm telling you, he's got – you know, what he's trying to do, mm. not only on Earth, just the way he wants to send people to Mars, the way, he, you know, he's um, – Made this the the electric car cool. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants a Tesla yeah. these days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, have you got one? I have in my family. I don't yeah, know. If I yeah. <laughs> okay. So you get well, to what drive. About, what about? Okay. I have driven one. Clever yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. someone who's passed? Because Elon's passed. alive. Let's go. Someone. Someone who's passed. I'm just trying to think. Um. Hmm. That's right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Next question. So Next yeah. question. Do you want yeah. a sports? Um, I'm just trying to. Nah. I, honestly. Uh, nah. Next question. No, no, oh, that's no, fine. Yeah, yeah. This one's much more difficult. <laughs> pineapple or uh, pineapple on pizza? Yes or no? Do you have pineapple on your pizza? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of pineapple on my pizza. Ham, yeah. cheese, pineapple. Oh, good on your yeah, food. Yeah, good on your mate. Tell us a fact about yourself that no one else might know. <sighs> He wishes he was born in the country. He doesn't tell him he drives a Tesla. I don't have many secrets. No, nah, you actually yeah, don't. He's I'm, a pretty I'm open, an, book. An open book. Yeah, open book. Um, but what was the one subject that you weren't good at at school? Well, I wasn't great at, at, oh, you at all the subjects. No, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't a big. Um, um, I wasn't very stewardess. I like no. I, I like I like school and I did alright, but I wasn't. Oh, you've got I'll me tell you hard. something. You've got me hard. Something they might not know about Fitz. Go on. Oh, he's very good on the music. Oh yes. Yeah. Very good yeah. like that. And yeah. the best thing about it is he can read a room. 
That, yeah. Right. Thank you, Craig. So you need you need different genres of music for the different people that are in the room. And Fitzy's really good at reading a room like that. What's Croaks' genre? Now he's good as well. He's me, really, yeah. We're, we're on. We're on. Yeah. Mm. So if it's not Fitz, it's me. Yeah, yeah. So when Fitz was injured, I would do it, and then now that we're back, I'll let Fitz do it. Look, if I if if I'm driving in my car, I listen to country. If we're in the gym, you know, a bit of house. Yeah. Bit of, but but then some days the boys like, oh, let's play a bit R and B, you know, yeah. and and we cater for all. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, you're diverse. basically Disneyland. Yeah. You just Coach need to really know. Good. You just need to know who you haven't sort of supplied for yet, and then you give them something. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a country music fan, aren't you? Yeah, I listen to country music. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> is the, something that people the dots are adding up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's lived this life before. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's Fake wrap life. up with a <laughs> <laughs> I live a double life. <laughs> let's wrap up with the health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective because you're a fit kind of guy. What's your philosophy on it? On fitness? Yeah. So it's a daily ritual. Or what do you do? What do you live by? I live by. Swimming in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, the ocean heals. Ocean heals. The everything. ocean heals. Fit. If you got a sore throat, go for a swim. If you're sore, go for a swim. If you got a, if, if you're hung over, if you're hung over, go for a swim. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. Summer, winter, rain, hail, shine. Every day. I I I I see the beach every day. I drive past the beach every day. It's real calming for me. Yep. Um, like I'm not massive. I'm not a meditator or whatnot. No. But mm. but. When I drive past it, I go out of my way most every morning to. I have to check the beach and swim wise for every game. Yeah, right. And after every game, the, the coach is an everyday swimmer. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's there every day, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's yeah, the ocean heals. Ocean, ocean and music heals. Soul heals all wounds. Yeah. Absolutely. Budgie smugglers, you're often seen in them. And why wouldn't you? The rig's wonderful. I'm it? a um, yeah around training on budgie smugglers. I, at the beach on boardies. I'm Are a big boardies yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm. Boardies, no undies. Are you stubbies still? Croaks? Yeah, yeah. I, I wore budgies the first time in the pool the other day. Did you? And we were doing, we we're running in the pool, and we've got it on camera. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm not much on the budgies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just rock undies. You look yeah. good in them, Croaks. I Thanks, thought. Mate. Yeah, yeah. just sort of finished. I was wearing Steel Cities too. <laughs> we nearly got through one podcast without them being mentioned. But hey, Fitzy, thank you. We no, appreciate thank you. Guys. you. Yeah. Appreciate you having me. We appreciate having you on. Your honesty is always great. Um, we're looking forward to your leadership and bringing a little bit of experience back into the team. Uh, Croaks, welcome back. Thanks. In our room. Thanks, mate. Thanks again, Fitz, honestly. Mate, yeah, it means a mate, lot. My pleasure. One of Newcastle's favourite favorite sons. And I don't and I don't say that uh, taking the mickey out of you, Fitz. I'm being serious, mate. Yep, you're really sure, loved Croaks. around the town because you're a good fellow and you do stuff like this. I'm being dead set. And that on the way out, my tip for everybody is to get in and get your membership. We've seen enormous crowds, and I think they've taken the tip here in the podcast, Croaks, because membership in GA has been through the roof. It's hard to get a place on the hill, and we really thank all of our fans for sticking with us. There's lots of good times to come, isn't there, boys? We're, 100%. We've got absolutely. good times there. 100%. And just on that, Frank, though, the crowds that have turned up over oh. the last couple of weeks, it's, yep. I, I couldn't but Parramatta game, 26,000. Yeah, 26, 26, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. And then for 16,000 to turn out after the, the, the drubbing against Parramatta for this yeah. weekend against the Storm, mate. But it's expected fits, mate. They do it all the time, absolutely. no matter what. They're the I've best fans in the comp, and absolutely. every other club knows it. Hands down. We love it. So, listen, if you want to give us some feedback, please go in and pick up at whatever platform, Spotify, Apple. But the best way is through the Newcastle Knights website. Give Fitzy some feedback. Um, tell us if he is a fun, more fun guy than Kalen, funnier, all of those things. Media at newcastlenights.com.au. We'd love to get some feedback, wouldn't we, Croak? Some Absolutely. stuff to put on the next podcast. And, hey, boys, on the way out, there's a big day on on Sunday. Do you know what this Sunday is? 
Mother's Day. Correct. Now, shout out to all the mothers. Shout out to my mum listening back in Warwick in Queensland. Shout out to my mother, Eva. She'd be listening. She'd be crying. All of us. They they wouldn't miss an episode. Good on (laughs) them. Your mum would be crying. Eva would be crying after that (laughs) shout out. There's no doubt about it. She still hasn't stopped. you're, You're away. So you better get your stuff planned. That's my tip for you. Get it in early before you go away and make sure there is a card because that's uh, – I've crashed into that barrier a few times. Thinking what are you going to get your mum? Oh, she'll be listening. I'll, I'll, I'll remember to tell my old man so that he doesn't forget and that's my gift to her <laughs> so that he doesn't forget. Mate, I'll be doing the same for my three sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, what are we getting, mum? Yes. All right, how much do, do we – Yeah, do you want to put in? Yeah. <laughs> I'll send your money. I'm away. Yeah. We're away, yeah. so I'll send you money. My mum would be happy with a call. Yeah, yeah so si- would my mum. Yeah, your sisters are saying every year, Lockie, you're not giving us money. We're not putting your name <laughs> on the card. And the last one they get, I'll oh, put his name on it. Look, to oh. be fair, we're away a lot of the time, aren't we? Yeah, so. and we're away this weekend. So yeah. sorry, mum. <laughs> yeah, to Gabby, Eva, and to my mum, Gay. Have a great Mother's Day. We have covered some territory here on Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, and that's what we do. We're like the free-range dairy cattle. We just meander around the paddocks and then we come into the dairy. Hey, thanks for listening. Stick with us, folks. We'll come out the other side of this little gully that we're in at the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Don't stop listening here. Listen to the entirety of Knights HQ Season 1 at newcastleknights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen.